0: Well, our first contract was Circuit City. Okay. Well, they went out of business like my first month. So my dad had other jobs for me lined up. He wanted me to work, you know, in his industry or through people that he knew. I didn't do that just out of pure spite and who I am, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And he's Mr. Corporate America. That's yeah. not a bad thing. You know, I'm just not you know, a fancy guy or a, you know, I don't want to say a country clubber, but I'm, that stuff doesn't, you know, turn me on at all. I mean, everything that I've gone through, I, I've learned. So I've learned what it is to not have a coach or a mentor because it was a new business because we literally started over.
1: So we're live. Another episode of Adversity Kings. We have special guest, a very successful businessman who has one of many offices, literally right right above the office that I'm in right now. And introduce yourself.
0: Uh, my name is Jacob Klein, and I'm the president of Be Marketable. Let's go. Awesome.
1: So, and what were you saying about the Peter?
0: Um, he was talking about like how good some of the sound bites were, and yeah. I um, I've never listening critiqued my own voice before and it yeah. was uh man it was it was really really atrocious it's so it was really painful. really bad yeah, it was it's so not, painful yeah it was not I always enough. listen
1: to like other people and I'm like why do they sound so much better than me and like I like way I, cooler I sound and like I think I'm
0: cool and then I heard myself and I'm yeah I'm not that cool anymore I want to yeah. quit already on day 1
1: let's go so shout out all caps media they handle all of our media and everything uh in regard to for for Jacob and then myself as well shout out all caps media shout out Aiden Peter but let's start with shouting out anything you want to plug in as well just with us being a newer podcast i've been trying to take the approach of a lot of podcasts do plugins at the end but with us new i feel like we might only have five minutes of some people's attention
0: i would say you know um my buddy is fighting in his um it could be you know his last fight in the ufc december 3rd okay uh scott hot sauce holtzman Let's go. Um, I wasn't prepared to talk about that. I don't really have any plugs, but yeah? if I did have one off the top of my head, that would be it. Let's go. Awesome. So let's just... So da- December 3rd in Orlando. Let's see who's fighting. You're obviously going then. Oh, yeah. For sure. Let's go.
1: Let's see. UFC you guys are...
0: Y- you're into that stuff too.
1: That's the only Throw thing Throw a bonus. Yes.
0: And let's make it happen. Yes.
1: Let's yeah. see December.
0: For 17th? No, no. 12-3. Okay. In Orlando. Okay. All right, yeah. I don't
1: see it on the UFC page yet, but that's dope. I will.
0: Yeah, it's, it's that, you know, yeah, we're that early. Yeah, so yeah we're that go. early.
1: So let's start a little bit about your story.
0: So where were you born? Americus, Georgia. Americus, Georgia. Middle of nowhere. Let's go. What'd your parents do? Um, my dad was um, an executive at Lithonia Lighting, Acuity Brands, publicly traded lighting and steel company. Um, his, I guess, line of work was sourcing and purchasing. That was what he oversaw. And he retired um six, seven years ago. Okay. My mom always stayed home with me and my sisters. So who were so. you closest with? Uh, man, I'm right in the middle. I actually um really evenly you know, balanced? Uh different. Okay. You know, I you know, people say that I, you know, act like my dad but look like my mom. So I'm probably okay. evenly balanced. I didn't, you know, I, I not you know, I don't know that I favor one or the other um just different things whatever benefits me the most is what I would that's who I'd go to that makes that sense you have siblings two older sisters what do they do um my middle sister Natalie she's um i mean she's like the best child that we all want to hope for so she's the yeah. bar's really high like she's you know, valedictorian and high school cheerleading captain and all that stuff. And that's impressive. Middle um, child. And, and, and and I wasn't. Okay. (laughs) And then, you know, in college she did the same thing and now she's a teacher with, you know, um, special, you know, special education. And, um, I mean, she's like wonderful. Yeah. Um, my oldest sister, she was a stay at home mom and, uh, she still is, you know, is a stay at home mom. She's not, she didn't pass or anything. And um and I've always been a little bit different. I wasn't uh I wasn't the best student in the whole world and um I probably, you know, I wasn't like a troublemaker, but um, you know, I definitely wasn't like my sisters, you know, with my studies. Now you said hockey before we got on the podcast. Do they have ice in Georgia? Um I played so I m- I've moved around a lot. I've been to like 11 different schools. So, you know, not normal. My dad transferred, work moved, moved into different towns. Um, not bad. All, you know, progression through life. So, um, that's probably where I got some of the, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to, to, to to make, to make what I got to make. So, um, but we had a, he had a transfer right outside of Philadelphia. So we moved to New Jersey when I was like seven. Okay, so that's why I learned hockey and learned how to skate. So when we moved back to Georgia, um, I was playing on like a wooden floor, disco ball in the middle, and I mean it was in the middle of nowhere in yeah. uh, Macon, Georgia, which is a rough area.
1: That Jersey hockey probably bringing that back down to Georgia. You probably smashed on them. Kids.
0: <laughs> we um, we 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 won more than we lost.
1: Yeah, yeah, I we won imagine. more than we lost. So what was growing up for you like? Was there highlights or anything that was like monumental for the person
0: you are today? Um, you know, looking back, I had some, so I'm a big believer that you need good coaching, good mentorship. And, um, you know, looking back, I've had, you know, some people that were successful that were close to me, Yeah. but I didn't appreciate their success. Like that's not what I liked about them. I liked that they were really good quality people. Yeah. And, um, you know, now looking back, I'm like, wow, like, you know, that guy had airplanes, like, wow, that guy is the president of fifth third bank. Like, wow, that guy is. So looking back, I had really good contacts and people. And, um, you know, maybe one of the things they liked about me is I was just normal with them. And, you know, they were probably just normal back with me.
1: I didn't realize that either for a very brief period of time. So just a paraphrase, I think I've told you my story, like both my parents went away. I grew up in the South. I grew up in Arkansas. I, I didn't
0: know. No. Yeah, I didn't okay. Know
1: so in Arkansas, basically, my dad got involved in, like, white collar crime, so more, mm-hmm. like, money laundering and sure. things like that. And in the South, as I got older, I got a little more empathetic for him. I was like, man, what an asshole. I haven't had a relationship with him yeah. since I was eight. But I feel like in the South, they're a little more like a handshake deal mm-hmm. opposed to, like, putting pen to paper. Absolutely. So everything's, like, still down there. Like, I go to yeah. Arkansas here and there, and uh, it's still, like, you can you, handshake deals. But long story short, got into trouble. My mom went to jail first, and then he, he's been gone since I was eight years old. But one of his friends, who I had on the podcast, I didn't realize it at the time, owned an insurance company. But I'm eight, nine years old on this guy's wrestling team, and he had a jet. And I remember being in his house in his son's room, and I'd stayed over. And his son picked up a, a phone, like a like a like a house phone, mm-hmm. and and called a maid and ordered breakfast for like all the all of the boys. And uh, up to his room. We're eight, we're eight yeah, years old, Yeah, I don't old, have bro. any
0: stories like that. That's that, man, that's awesome. That was in,
1: insane. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I was like, I didn't realize it at the time. I just thought, you know, it was, I was because my dad had a little bit of money, too. You sure. know what I mean? So I was like, we were not that rich. But I, we were flying on this dude's private jet. We were a, yeah, we were a private wrestling team. It was and, and and he, I reached out, you know, almost what 15 years now later, and he, he actually got on my podcast and still does absolutely phenomenal. His son's the starting quarterback at uh, a D1 Texas school, so cool. it's not, I like Texas Tech, but it's it's a good Texas. It might be a I D1. I mean, if you can make
0: it at that level. I mean, that's that's still impressive. But
1: but I c- hyper hyper agree with you in regard to like I didn't appreciate them for their wealth. But I, I definitely, as a young kid, it was like a, it was like a flashy thing. Yeah. So I think from that to my mom getting out of jail, and then we lived with my grandparents on food stamps, and you know what I mean, like that extremity. I think it was vital for me because it made me extremely hungry. It's almost like giving a fat kid cake and then taking it away. Like <laughs> I've wanted it ever since. Forced
0: diet. Yeah. Uh, I um. So I mean, my parents are again we didn't have like other side of the track story or anything like that, but they wouldn't spend anything. My dad would drive 30 minutes to save, you know, anything in any dollar on, you know, meat on, you know, or gas. That's just, yeah. that's just, he's so, even now he's like so cheap. Like it's incredible. Not in a, almost in a bad way, I'll I'll say. So there was nothing spent and, um, you know, he was like Mr. Corporate America. So, you know, it's, now I would say that if you talk to those people, they probably thought you were a different kid even then.
1: Yeah, you know. So absolutely. now the
0: people are like, "Well, Jacob, this doesn't surprise me that you're doing this. You always thought differently. You always got that. along with the parents. Yeah, you always, he literally said that. Yeah, you were always, you know, um, not leader in a bad way, but yeah, you know, if there was some getting into some mischief, you were always right around it. Maybe you didn't get caught, but you were right around it. Yes. So you know, and and you need some of that in business. You need to be able to relate to the people that are. You know really really smart and you need to be able to relate to the people that are smart and intelligent just not in the books yeah so
1: what was your first car
0: uh a chevy pickup truck Chevy pickup truck? Yeah. Awesome. And I'm still I still have a Chevy pickup truck. Different ah, one. Yeah. It's a different
1: one. I got a I got a Ram. I don't know if you've ever seen my Ram. I keep the I'm, little white Ram outside. I'm,
0: I'm against um it's gotta be a GM product for me. Yeah? Yeah. I think that's groomed in you in the South either. I remember someone asking me, I have a serious question for you. Ford or Chevy?
1: My dad absolutely hated Ford. Yeah,
0: so I'm I'm anti Ford. I am I'm GM.
1: You yeah. Know, and I didn't
0: even know Ram and, and was not. Rams Rams Chrysler. So that's Okay. You know, yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, that's kind of eye-opening. Now, the era you grew up in, was it 80s, 90s? Yeah. <laughs> A little between there?
0: Yeah. Uh, born in 84. Okay. So, you know, I, I guess I would say 90s. 90s. So did, yeah. was there anything culturally that, like, really, I mean, ultimately, yes, it influenced you, but was anything you really enjoyed, loved, miss? Um, I mean, the first thing that jumped in my mind when you said that is, you know, the— the after school sitcoms, you know, you have like yeah. family matters and saved by the bell and full yeah. house. Like that's what jumps in my mind.
1: Yeah. You know, and were uh, there, were you guys any, would you guys get into video games? Was the Atari and stuff?
0: Um, I, I don't think I'm a gamer. I think yeah. I would play like the hockey NHL game that's yeah. new. And I do that just to kind of turn my brain off. Um, then I don't think I was a big gamer yeah. at, at all, actually. Yeah. Um, with now with the pandemic, you know, everyone would come over because the world was closed for, yeah. you know, eight months. This was like Russia. here. So, so weird.
1: They close the world. Yeah.
0: So, um, I got, I think pretty good at call of duty. Yeah. And, um, I started, so, you know, in, in, in my business, you know, people are teaching and training and yeah. there's a lot of soft communicative skills that people either harness or they really whiff on. Yeah. So, you play in and i'm sure everyone knows this but me but you play in groups or teams of yes. twos threes or fours or whatever it is and listening to how they give direction and teaching me because normally i'm teaching them but to see how they teach me how to do something that i don't know how to do i'm like this is why you guys struggle like i mean you guys we, are awful
1: we couldn't do a so, quality chat room uh and yeah my deal, all these young guys we would say the most we would all be fired yeah <laughs> we, <laughs> it's a bit
0: yeah but I mean, aggressive. it was also impressive because I've got uh, my middle sister Natalie. She's got a uh, triplet boys, and they're, I mean, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So okay. they, all they do is play video games all day long. Yeah, and they just kick the shit out of. I mean, as soon as you come back alive, they kill you. It's yeah. it's like it's so. I've never wanted to 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 hurt a teenager before like that. it yeah. was really, really, <laughs> it was really um, annoying. Now, what about high school? How how did high school rock out for you? Um, probably. Uh, you know, it's funny, you know, my mom and dad would say that's when they were worried about me. You know, okay. they, they took me from New Jersey. You know, we lived in a, I mean, I, I remember people saying that the parking lot of the high school was like a car dealership, like all nice cars, all that was like the school, the, the district that we were in. And there was also a lot of, you know, bad influences. So they brought me back to Georgia because they thought that would be better for me. Well, they also took me away from the only thing I wanted to do. You know, I was a freshman in high school. I stopped doing all other sports, and I only focused on hockey. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's not a lot of hockey in Georgia as yeah. we, as we covered. So, um, you know, I didn't really care about school. You know, we talked about that too. But um, all I wanted to do was play sports and play hockey. So wow. um, it was tough for me because that was the hardest thing for me to do, and it was an hour in one direction or another to get to any – you know, sort of rink. And that rink was definitely subpar. So I would say, you know, early on before I was old enough to drive, cause you can drive at uh, 16. Um, it was probably the hardest, you know, ninth to 10th grade were probably the hardest for me. Yeah. Now,
1: as you're coming up on graduating high school, do you decide to go to college or?
0: So, um, I wanted to see if I could, you know, how, if I could compete at the next level, you know, just, you know, and, uh, so when I graduated high school, I moved to Toronto. When did you graduate, 98? Um, 2002. 2002. So I graduated high school in 2002, packed up, moved to right outside of Toronto to Thornhill, and, um, you know, tried to play what was called junior hockey. Toronto and Canada. In Canada, yeah.
1: Okay. So do you have, like, a dual citizenship
0: or something? No, not at
1: all. But you... Now, getting into Canada, though, like, right now, it's, like, almost, like, impossible, right? I... i I think our listeners might know.
0: Yeah, I think the the pandemic stuff made it kind of funky. Okay. Um, we opened up a office in uh, northern New York, and we were going to plan a trip to go see Niagara, and they shut the they, they didn't allow us to. Yeah. So I think that there's some funniness.
1: Do you have Canadian offices, real quick? While
0: we're talking uh, no, about no, okay. no, not 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 that it would report to me. Okay. Um, I know that they're out there, but they don't. Okay. You know, different different okay. group. But um, you know that. They had uh, they had certain import cards that they could do to sign players, and I was one of the players that they uh, that they offered that to. So okay, um, I was. So you played the
1: Canadian Hockey League after uh, yeah. you graduated.
0: Yep. So how long did you do that? Uh, for one season, and okay. then I um, I went to uh, Cincinnati, and then from there, so I played two seasons of junior hockey, and then you know that's normally what you would do. It's a feeder system for colleges. Kind of like
1: baseball. I feel like baseball always has all these different little teams that they play on before they go to the MLB.
0: It's, it's interesting. So they would have like junior colleges or JUCOs. Uh, That would be the, I would say the um, parallel to junior hockey in, in the hockey world. So we wouldn't go to junior college to try to make it to another school. I think that there's eligibility, funny stuff there. Um, But um, I, I ended up, uh, graduating from UMass in Boston. So that was, that was um, exciting, like Boston's a big-time hockey yeah. school. I was right in the city. So I had a pretty good college experience, I'd say, overall.
1: Reminds me of one of my uh, favorite movies. I think, it, I think it, it's, it looks like it's portrayed out of Boston. I think it's The Departed. It is out of
0: Boston, yeah, That's, out of Southie. Okay. That's actually the school is in the movie. For real? Yeah, absolutely. I love that movie. The bar that they uh, filmed that stuff in is called Murphy's Law. Okay. You know, and, and it's, it's really a real there. bar? Oh, yeah. It's really there.
1: See, yeah, that, that's, that's it. That's sweet.
0: And the food there is incredible. Like, Boston's yeah. an awesome place, and people don't normally think about the food, but it's all good.
1: Yeah. yeah. I could see Boston having a tough vibe like Chicago. Like, real hard-nosed people that don't take no shit.
0: Um, I mean, again, you'll see all walks of life there. Yeah. And it is it is not... Um, there are people that are not to be trifled with. You know, like, you can... I don't want to teach people to judge people, but it's natural. Like if they have a haircut like yours, do not, that is not the guy, you know, yeah. like if they have a shaved head, that is not who you want to go against <laughs> yeah. at all. And if they have like a little beer belly and they're wearing a, you know, a, a you know, a white tank top, that's not your guy either. It is, it is definitely <laughs> yeah. a different, a different look.
1: Different breed out there. So you graduate college, UMass, what'd you graduate
0: with degree wise? Uh, business administration. Business admin. Yeah. And then from there, where did you go? Um, I just tried to be a hockey player. I tried to play pro, and yeah. um, I had a couple different options Who's or your fa- offers. Who's your
1: favorite team, hockey wise?
0: Um, I'd probably say the the Philadelphia Flyers, but I wouldn't say that I'm. Oh my god, you know I'm from Pittsburgh, basically, dude. Um, yeah, but but I don't think I'm a fan. Like I'm not. Okay, I, I don't go crazy like that. I, I just I would say that just because that's what I saw growing up. Yeah, I'd, I um we practice in the same facility they practice in when I okay. learned to play hockey. Okay. So we've just run into some of the players and and um that's kind of how I got started on on hockey.
1: Somebody better than Sidney Crosby. Who would that be?
0: I mean again, you when you're smarter than everybody else, you're, you know, you think the game differently. So he's you know, he can see the future. That's yeah. why he's so good. Now, know, it's not because he's fast, it's not cuz he does anything else great you have that level of anticipation. That's what makes you, that's what makes people
1: great. So like that hockey, it's hockey IQ. Yep. So just like the football IQ. Just like
0: Gretzky, just yeah. like just like Tom Brady. Yeah, just you know reading I mean? the field. He doesn't throw the ball the hardest. He's definitely not the fastest. <laughs> he just, yeah. he can just anticipate, yeah. you know. I mean. So would
1: you have a favorite player then? Or like, or are you um, not that deep into it? Probably not. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, probably not. Now, did you ever get to play a pro season then? Um, I bounced around for parts of three seasons. Okay. So I wouldn't. I mean, again, like I, I was a part of the team, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. There's people that try to glorify. Oh, I have to retire. Well, I didn't really have a good enough career to say. Yeah. That I had to retire. Yep. I like to say it a little differently, especially in the business, because there's so much failure. Yeah. I would say that I failed out of multiple levels of professional hockey.
1: Okay. Still so, highly respectable. Um what would you say like what position did you play
0: um i was pretty versatile i could play forward or defense yeah center or wing I, I think i was pretty versatile did
1: you ever get in any hockey fights
0: um yeah there was a few i've been you know i've like i said you you learn you can you can get beat up and still live yeah yeah that's dope um
1: i think the last thing i'm talk about in our hockey is some of those checks are are nuts when does it become illegal
0: um so i uh like i said i i don't think i ever shied away from like the physical stuff i'd you know, I, I kind of enjoyed that part of the game. Yeah. I like the fact that in hockey you can police yourself. You know, like yeah. you know people are yapping, but you know you can say, well, hey, let's figure it out, and they'll stop. Yeah. Because you know they're gonna they're gonna get beat up. And, yeah. And I'm also like in the people that I'm close with. I mean, I just told you about my friend Scott. Like he, uh, you know, he beats people up for a living. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't. I'm. You know, when we go anywhere, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm the. the I'm the weakest girl in there. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's not. Scott, your yeah. time
1: wrote roundhouse this person.
0: Yeah, Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. That was his job. Dope. Still is his job.
1: Let's go. So as uh, you're wrapping up hockey and transitioning
0: from there, what do you go to next? Um, So our in season is the holidays. So I moved away at 17 and then juniors and college and trying to make it. So I really didn't get a chance to spend a whole lot of time with family through the holidays. They would either come to me or you know maybe my mom would come one year or my dad would come one year, you know, it was a uh, you know it was hit or miss. So um it was my first holiday home um in 2009, I think. Yeah, 2009. First time I've been home in so two, uh, 7 years. So, you know, I'm done with hockey. I'm really looking to kind of see where I can start over. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, Thanksgiving, family's asking, well, what are you going to do, and all that, Mm -hmm. all that shit. So, I really didn't have a plan. You know, I was kind of all in on that. And um, the reason that I didn't do well is because I probably could have taken care of myself a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, you look at all the people that are special now, and, I mean, man, it's a job to... You know, take care of themselves, eat the way they eat. Hundreds of thousands I mean, it's, of dollars. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a real commitment. Yes. And and I was a wild animal, so yeah. it was. Um, you know, it, looking back, it doesn't surprise me why all that at that time I was bitter because I mean, again, it's Toronto, it's Cincinnati, I feel like it's taking Bloomington, care of it's Columbus, it's you know, it's um, you know, I think I tried to go to like seven different cities in yeah. less than four years. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, i I probably could have. Continued to try. I just didn't. The the it, it just prolonged getting a job and growing up. Yeah. When I started my business, I actually had a chance to go overseas to try to play, and um and again, I just didn't want to go over there and you know finish out the season and you know have to start over again. And um so I I I my mom actually applied and circled in the newspaper different places. That's how old I am. Uh, different places that I could go and work. And that's how I started doing what I'm doing now.
1: So and and just to talk on uh, the medical and the health side thing of sports I feel like it's been like maybe the last 10 but for sure maybe the last 5 years where sports culture has started to like heavily emphasize taking care of yourself
0: like um I, I think it's only going to get bigger that's a yes. real bit, and like um the mental health side of things too oh, like so I mean huge. when I mean I um I don't sleep a lot. I do a lot of reading, and I always read about sports because there's so much of what you do and I do. Yes. Similar veins where coaching and mentoring people. Yeah. Like, you have to be good and relevant. Yeah. If you don't give the information, you don't have the team anymore. Yeah. Same kind of idea. You can lose the player, the players, you know, the, yes. coach, the coach loses his voice. Um, so I, I'm I'm reading up on um one of the players, and they, they contribute a lot of their success to their sports psychologist. And I'm like, man there's so many people that could benefit from that and, yeah. and it's everywhere and yeah. now mental health is everywhere so and huge. the way that you take care of yourself because people need an outlet yeah well when i was coming through it was like you bury that shit down yeah you cry you you know you yeah. fucking man up yeah. you know so you know you gotta you got hit in the of, head
1: can't see get up yeah like you <laughs> yeah.
0: like you know in the the concussion movie and all that man yeah. like i mean i have a headache now you know what yeah, i mean? Was like, say like we just have to deal with it yes you want a tylenol no, I'm good. Okay. After <laughs> after they're done.
1: All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the worst. So you get into business. Your mom's helping you put out an application. How quickly do you she sp- did all of it. She I did all of it. it. Yeah.
0: I went on. Did so you just do I an think onboarding? She had like seven, like seven different interviews. Okay. You know, I didn't understand the recruiting process, so yeah. I wasn't. I mean, I'm 25 years old looking for work. Like, yeah. You know, my resume is zero. You know, I was a bartender and a referee. You know what I mean? Like, I have yes. no, I have no relevant experience to offer anyone. So the only thing that I knew is how much I didn't know. Yes. So I was, again, not stupid, but just naive. Like, I didn't understand taxes. Yeah. I didn't understand any of that stuff. So when I came in, you think about me walking into your door now at 25, not knowing anything. Yeah. Just wanting to start over. Yep. You know, I'm I'm like your ideal candidate. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm like attached to the job. Well, our first contract was Circuit City. Okay. Well, they went out of business like my first month. So- my dad had other jobs for me lined up. He wanted me to work, you know, in his industry or through people that he knew. I didn't do that just out of pure spite and who I am, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I wanted to make it on my own steam anyway. So
1: I feel like every, hum- um, every hungry person. Yeah. Like, I never. Yeah. Like, like,
0: like, like, I mean, you know, and again, he's Mr. Corporate America. That's yeah. not a bad thing. You know, I'm just not, you know. A fancy guy, or a you know, I don't want to say a country clubber, but I'm that stuff doesn't you know turn me on at all. So, I um, I, I started going on interviews, and um, I'd never you know seen third party labor or sales before. I'd never, I mean, everything that I've gone through, I, I've learned. So, I've learned what it is to not have a coach or a mentor because it was a new business because we literally started over, yeah. So, we were. Um, in circuit cities, they went down, we were like a traveling road show, selling other people's services and, and products. And, um, you know, and it just kind of, it just kind of took off from there. Now we're in all the retailers all across. And I mean, now did you start at the very bottom, like just as a rep? 100%. Yeah. I started doing the sales and, um, and you know, it's, it's different now, obviously because of technology and so much has changed. And, but, um, you know, it's still a, you know, pretty good opportunity.
1: So was it like sales rep to consumer or sales rep to a business? Like, were you selling business contracts so, or you selling?
0: So we started, I mean, we were, and again, anybody could have done this. We were an authorized retailer of direct TV, you know, okay. they're, they're everywhere. So that was, so, how long ago was this? 10 years? It was 2009. It was okay. more than that, you know? So, okay. so we're selling direct TV and, um, inside of the retailers. Yeah. And, and uh, your parents were supportive of,
1: of a sales position?
0: Oh no, man. Didn't my she mom, sign you up for it though? My mom, well, yeah, but you know, it's, it's different. She doesn't know. She just wants me home. My mom okay. just wanted me home. Yeah. And my dad's like, you should go work and get up in the morning, like a grown up. Yeah. Know, like you're 25 years old. You don't have anything. Like that's yeah. really, you know, a, 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 miraculous failure. Yeah. You know, how, like it's, yeah. you know, and I already failed at the other thing. So it was yeah. you know, a lot of really positive pressure. We didn't have sports psychologists, you know? No. But, um, um, it, it was, uh, you know, I, I learned about pay. I learned, we paid on a draw, um, you know, so it was kind of like commission only, but of course that's not the way it was portrayed. So I had to learn everything and I, I, I fine tuned the way I wanted to do it. Once I started running my own, my own business, I fine tuned some things and, you know, recruited a little differently. And, um, you know, we had the freedom and flexibility to literally build out everything. when did you have the opportunity to run it, run it yourself? Uh, after about, uh. So 2000, uh, September, 2010, actually, uh, September 1st, 2010 is the first time I got, um, my incorporation papers. So tomorrow is September 1st. Wow. So September 1st, 2010, I got my incorporation papers to 12 years ago. I'm my own business. Yeah. September 1st, 2015, my daughter was born. So tomorrow my daughter turns seven. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm 25th. I I didn't even think about that. No.
1: I'm 925. Yeah. So September's a great month. Phenomenal month. So 12 years into the into the business. Now, did you just start off with a singular product of DirecTV as well? Or were you yeah. able to do multiple things? Because um, I know you guys do a lot more than just DirecTV now.
0: W- we do now. When AT&T purchased DirecTV, I believe that it kind of changed, changed my life. They, ult- they ultimately offer a suite of services. Yeah. And if you look at the... Uh, You know any of the write-ups on the acquisition, they talk about third-party labor. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if I make this up in my mind, but I like to think that we played a role in that because we, I mean, there was a point in time we brought them as many customers as they brought them. You know, so it was you know we were we were a big deal. Yeah. And um, when AT and T bought Directv, we kind of started making new relationships, and they have obviously different budgets and different pockets, and um, you know they started introducing us to other. Um, obviously, we're way more important to the retailers at this point, And they introduced us to, um, you know, their whole suite of services. So Internet, video, security. Yeah. Um, I think at one time they were doing like ins- health insurance. Like, I mean, that was it was um, it was pretty amazing. And now, I mean, obviously, the cell phone is one thing you just have to have. Yeah. So um, now we do that energy um, solar at some point. You know, so clean energy, the way that people use that will be different in, you know, in the future, whether they like me or not, that's hard to disagree with. And the phone is one thing people can't not have.
1: Absolutely. So when you recall the first few years of, you know, twenty twenty ten 2010 to like 2012, 2013, how hard were you working? What would that look like?
0: I mean, eight days a week. I mean, yeah. you know, you meet someone that runs their own restaurant. I mean, they're, you know, they bust the tables. They, you know, they, they're the prep cook. They do, you know, they can do everything. So they're the host or hostess. Um, you know, that's, that's what you have to do when you have a business. You got to understand all the, all the different, all the different positions. You have to understand that or you're, or you're, or you'll, you'll die out.
1: Yeah. And so basically as you transition from, when did you kind of know you like had a little bit of stability?
0: And, and again, um, I come from sports. So you know, you don't just show up to the game. There's training. There's yes. off ice and on ice. You're in the gym. Yes. It used to be, you know, you're a, I mean, it's not, it's not just one thing. You're, yeah. you know, you're, you you got to take, it's a full-time job. Yeah. It is a full-time job. And then there's school on top of it if you're in school. So there's a, there's a lot more that goes into it. So committing to doing something that wasn't anything new for me. Yeah. Um, you know i I understood what it took, and keep in mind, I just failed from something I was doing my whole life, mm-hmm. so I was not going to repeat that same mistake. I wanted to make sure I had everything in my control yeah now, who and what but, helped you? You were asking about stability yeah stability um I mean i, I um I saw it really quick because yeah. you can you could control your own income, and people always say that you know like you can control, but I mean I um I had a million questions, not stupid, naive, you know, that's like my takeaway from a, you know, a new person. And, um, you know, I would be able to sell whatever the subscription I was selling and then I'd get paid on it the next week. Yeah. And I was able to start budgeting and seeing the dollars come in. And I was really open to like brand new people that I didn't know. I'm still like that. So I would bring you in and show you the money, you know, I I would show you how the money worked and moved through the business. So the people that I would attract are just you know, top-notch people. They wanted the same thing I wanted. They, were, they either were motivated to have what I had or they were excited to be on a winning team. Yeah. Either way, they were excited. And, and are so, you building this all out of Georgia initially? No. So the first, uh, the first office that I actually ran and I was in charge of the hiring and I was making the decisions was in um, a Best Buy Corporate Campus's backyard in St. Paul, Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. So that. So we um we were like a traveling circus at a Sam's Club. Yeah. Um. You know we were in some, not in some. They kind of cared. They didn't care. And um, not not to badmouth them. You know I don't know if they're on, if they're on. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but Best Buy is um, in a dyna, Minnesota, and that's where you know that's kind of like a, a smaller version of Circuit City. So it just made sense. Dope. So. And then
1: what did your parents? What? Did, uh, maybe more so your dad. It sounds like. When did it, when he started seeing the money coming in, you know, was um,
0: he big on like save, 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 save? Don't don't. He, first of all, he was always like that. Like yeah. I mean, he he saved money before he started making money, is what he would say. Yeah. Um. And 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 it's I mean it's I mean now he's you know accumulated you know something that people will only dream of right over you know working his whole life and yeah. retiring in his late sixties, you know. And and again, I'm not bad mouthing my dad. Or Does anything. he splurge on anything? Then nothing. No, I mean, he don't have I, nothing he likes. I mean, cheap scotch that you've never heard of, and like the plastic squishy bottles, like a Gatorade bottle. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, man, nothing. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like when we go now, I'm like, let's go to a you know steakhouse. Let's have you know top shelf. Bring it on da- Like it's nothing. It's incredible. Um, and uh, and I'm totally you know I'll spend on experiences and food especially. Yep. You know, but you know. Um, not, not, not much else. But, uh, but to your other point, the the stability, you know, once I was able to tie what I'm doing and really tie it to seeing the money go through, Yeah. you know, the first time I learned what taxes really were mm-hmm. is when I saw my tax bill and what I owed the IRS after my business made real money. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, this sucks. Like there's gotta be a smarter way to do this, you know, like, yeah. wow. So, um, and, and, again, you know, you got to do everything above board. So you got to pay yourself more. You got to write it off or you got to figure it out. Or you're paid at the end of the year, or, yep. you know, and you know, but that's how I learned is through, you know, taking it in the shorts a little bit. So, yeah. um, you know, all my experiences have been through ways that I've been burned and that's made me, I can see how it'd make people quit and do other things. I'm, I'm open to that, but yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm able to become a better coach because of the experience that I've gone through and actually done it. Did you have, have you had anybody over the last decade or so that like heavily mentored you? Um, what's interesting is the leaders in our industry. Now we were kind of all new together. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a cool story that way. I don't want to say new together, but you know, direct TV was, you know, it wasn't a huge program before we started doing it. You know, it got big really fast and they were in the entertainment business. Yeah. People like, if you look at the Super Bowl, it was direct TV everywhere. When was direct TV founded? I have no idea. And wow. I should probably know that. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, that's what you do. I, uh, but I, I should probably know and I don't know. <laughs> We're seeing T V. But again, you don't have to be, you know, wildly smart to do what I do. Thank goodness. You definitely don't have to be wildly smart to do what I do. 1994. Yeah, that's not what I would have guessed.
1: Yeah. So yeah. like, that's, a very new company. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the insurance companies, they all are like hundred plus years. Like exactly. Our our parent company is hundred years old. You know yeah. what I mean? Globe Life are hundred years old. That's incredible because dire- I mean, I wonder what TV does in annual sales.
0: Well, now it's probably zero, right? We don't even. Yeah. I mean, We don't even sell it anymore. Now it's okay. Only, so it's not yeah. even part of the product. I mean, line. it is. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, no one. I mean, paid TV isn't what I don't have paid TV. I, you know? Yeah. I mean, it isn't what it. You know, now everything's Netflix or Amazon. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's true.
0: probably. It's probably you know one of the the bad acquisitions if you look through the history of yeah. companies merging or but it's like AOL Time Warner and then yeah. probably probably that.
1: What, so what was your favorite year so far out of the last twelve thirteen years being in business?
0: Probably twenty sixteen. Um, you know, once you do a certain dollar amount in sales, you get. Um, you know, you you hit a different benchmark, and you know it kind of changed my income. Yeah. Um, so that was probably one of them, and um, you know, obviously the kids and but but business specifically. Um, for our 10 year anniversary, we threw a really big party at um, actually at Gibson's, and um, the one in the city or the one right down uh, here? the one right down the street. Yeah. And um, I mean, they have a banquet room now, so rented that whole thing out. Had you know, a few hundred people did like low, I mean, really like did it up the right right way. Yeah. Yeah, Like how to, you know, like, you know, the bills, like a, you know, like a phone number, like what you would see, like a crazy, crazy bill. Yes. You know, so to be able to do that and experience it with some of, some of our, you know, tight crew was, uh, I think that's a really cool moment. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, seeing how, um, you know, we can, we can move into other businesses. I think that that's really cool. And we started doing other product lines. And energy is a totally different industry than than uh, Directv and AT and T. So uh, that that was a really cool moment. And and again, there's always. There, I mean, there's been so many different things that we've tried out. But um, to highlight, I would say that big dinner for our 10 year anniversary was really cool. Um, I would say that you know hitting that 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 uh, second benchmark for uh, annual sales that was really neat. Um, and then, obviously, you know, getting my business was cool.
1: Is there another benchmark above the one that you already hit?
0: Um, I mean, it's. I mean, again, I mean, it's probably no, no. There's not. Okay. There's yeah. It's yeah. We're 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 in the game.
1: Dope. That's yeah. dope. So, what does the future look like? What what does the next five five ten year vision look like for you?
0: Oh man, I wouldn't. Um. So, I uh. I just started back doing the day to day like a new guy. Yeah. I want to like relearn. You know, I'm I'm like a, a generation removed from all of the people that are that are looking for work. Yeah. So I'm really turned on right now to relearn what they're doing, but I'm like thinking a year out. Yeah. So um I mean the way that people look for work, the way that people um, you know, think about money, like I mean it's it's a fucking tragedy. Yes. You know, so I mean it is like so I mean I learned so much from them and I'm either just floored at how in the clouds they are and like, you know, like we need to have a meeting with your parents. Like it's time for us to, you know, through why you think the way you think, Yeah, you know, so I, so I find myself, you know, how do I find the words to not be disrespectful? Yeah. But, um, but I want to learn on what people are looking for so that we can make ourselves more marketable. Right. We want to, that's kind of our tagline right now. So, um, so I would say that that's a big takeaway. But I also I wanna promote so think about this in your business in twenty twenty three, I wanna promote a manager every month. Yes. So always trying to promote leadership. I'm focused on winding it up right now and over the next year we're gonna have a January promotion, a February promotion. I'm gonna do it every single month. That's what I wanna do. Yes. So that's what I'm thinking about right now and that's all I'm thinking about right now.
1: Yeah, that's I'm putting a lot of my time and energy into obviously just utilizing some of your affiliations in in regard to like hiring and certain things like that so that I can the, like, I, it's like the chicken and the egg, which one comes first? It's like, yeah. I got to have hires for me to generate more leaders. You know what I mean? Of so course. Like, no one out there you're running a business, it's like the fastest way for you to multiply your business from me reading and experiencing has been through leadership, not just adding sure. to add, but add leaders to multiply your organization. So that's, I completely agree with that. Are you going to stay in Chicago next five,
0: ten years? I or? think I don't have a choice. I think yeah. that's what the missus Same. decided and I think for a while we were, I mean, I think I, I thought I had her sold on Somewhere south, yeah. You know, so, but um, but I think she just vetoed that, and um, you know the kids, you know, love their schools. I mean, yeah. we don't. I mean, I mean, we we've we've been here. We've built everything here, so we're probably yeah. We're probably here.
1: And then, do you visit all your other offices?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm probably um, obviously I'm in the day to day now, but yeah. before that, I, I was pretty good at it. I'd, I'd go see you know multiple offices a month. So yeah. if I was all hub airports. So I would go you know maybe Philadelphia and then from Philadelphia to you know Buffalo and then Buffalo back here or I would go to Dallas and then Dallas to you know Pittsburgh and then Pittsburgh back so I would yeah. hit you know have a little tour and then and then come back home
1: now do you have a favorite uh book
0: um to sell us human to sell daniel is pink
1: I wonder if I got that
0: yeah really really good and um so here's my all right audiobook and podcast different thing yeah so the grant Cardone um, he's got an audiobook that's free on Amazon um, I like things that relate to life and aren't industry specific so like even if you listen to how mean you talk you'll say you know your business or my business yeah but but it's business yep you know and it's not you know well in my life growing up well no it's growing up it's life it's so I like things that aren't industry specific and um, Grant Cardone talks about how you have to have certain skill sets to be successful in anything, and I think that stuff is really, really powerful, because there's no soft skills that are taught anymore. Yeah. The reason that handshake deals are bad is because people have been burned yes. so many different times. Yeah. So I actually find that we do a lot of like soft skills teaching people. It's not... You know, like they can read and write, but yeah. they, they don't know how to communicate at a dinner table. No, yeah, you know, they're keyboard warriors. You know what I mean? Yes. They don't. Uh, it's 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 kind of it's really depressing, actually. Yeah. You know how poor? I mean, like I mean, like, like you carry yourself wonderful. You've learned that. That's a yes. learned skill. Yeah. You weren't born with that. I was. It was beaten. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Same <laughs> idea. You know, literally or figuratively, it's yeah. beaten. You know, but uh, but it's the same kind of idea. Like I think that that's part of training. Is you got to you, you got to get people to kind of see the light yes you know or it's a train yes so it's you know kind of sucks but you know everyone has to go through that process yep so that's
1: now outside of working are there and then outside of you know a little bit
0: of the call of duty is there any other hobbies or anything you guys have <laughs> i wouldn't say call of Duty's a hobby a hobby at all i um, no? <laughs> no, you can i'm uh I, I mean anything i can do to kind of relax or take my mind off like i've a. Uh, you know, I started doing hot yoga again. I just you know? started that too. You know, we got wellness Wednesday, so we got different themes in the office. Yeah. So, you know, let's put the teams together and do like a core power wellness Wednesday. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the other folks in the office said, well, we can do, um, shit, uh, a Pilates. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. You know, just to get the team doing stuff yeah. together. So um, I would say that I've done that. I think I'm at nine classes so far in the last, Probably six eight weeks. Where, where do you do yours at? Core Power Yoga. Core Power. I'd probably yep. I go to just Lifetime. Everything's there. Everything is there. The one right on in Oakbrook. Oak Oak yeah. yeah, man. I'm. I, uh, I'm very convenient. I, I told them to look at that, and then I'm going to get us all in that game there. So yeah,
1: they we'll, do. They do corporate little deals.
0: So, um, so I'll probably look to do something there. Um but honestly i mean it's kid time i mean you know i i mean my kids are rock stars yeah. I and mean, they i mean they really are uh, i'm sure everybody says that about them but yeah. man i mean you know if i go to target with them like people stare at them. it's 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 really i mean it's wild you yeah. know but they they have the personality for it um you know to see them and how they view the world is 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 amazing yeah so you know i would say you know really that's that's where my focus is on whenever you, I'm there
1: are you putting any focus right now on like any skill set development with them in their young age um or just
0: letting them be kids right now so like twenty twenty one man they didn't care about sports at all it was yeah it was so weird um you know we did the soccer thing and they would run next to them and they wouldn't engage at all we did uh yeah we tried doing baseball that was a i mean that was a did that you, was a mess yeah and um you know, but now they've just started to get interested in, you know, ice skating and gymnastics and karate and basketball. So now they really it, it, like a light switch. Like it was incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, they uh, but they're really, you know, my son from when we started hockey till now. I mean, it is in it was staggering how his development has grown so fast. He's yeah. the smallest one, the youngest one, you know, like, again, I mean, jumping levels, like really, really impressive how yeah. how he's doing it. Like my daughter in ice skating, like she's already good at it. Yeah. And um, you know, so it is it's cool to be able to see that and uh in such a short amount of time. You know what I mean? It just shows you can really do almost anything if you if you focus at it. Like now yes. they want to rollerblade. Now they want to you know, so they're if you struggle at something in the beginning, it'll deter you. Yeah. So now they're seeing, you know, they're 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 excited because they're good at it. Yeah. And they can look around and they identify that they're good at it. Yeah. You know, so that's uh, I spend time with them doing that stuff, or, or I'm working like a dog.
1: Yeah. I love it. I respect it. So, do you have a favorite restaurant?
0: Um, I'd say Gibson's just because. It's easy. But yeah. um but man, I I love everything. Yeah. You know, like Capital Grill, yeah. I mean I went there with you guys was like man, everything here is really good. Yep. Yeah. You know, like I mean I, I just love good food, man. Yeah. I'm fifty pounds overweight because yeah. I, like I love good food.
1: I love so. good food. I'm
0: definitely that's that's definitely an area that I like to splurge in. Yeah. What about do you have a favorite movie, favorite show? Or are you into Um, I've found myself because I'm in the day-to-day again doing a lot of Remember the Titans references you know what I mean like you know who your daddy is I talk a little bit of shit to the team and and, um, you know I want them to say it back to me just because it's funny Um, I do a lot of you know you only do I think he says seven plays um, for the offense and and it's such a simple thing to run you know to to, to run one of these offices and people really complicate it Yeah. Um, so I would probably say Runner Runner um, is is a good movie, and for a lot of different reasons that people probably don't know. I also no, like I movies that. that people don't know. Um, uh, Green Street Hooligans, if you've ever seen that, Mm-mm. yeah, I mean that's a home run. I can't believe you haven't seen that movie. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, you need to look that up. Uh, Green Street Hooligans, Runner Runner, and um, let's see if I was to pick a third one. Hmm. What's one that I always watch? I don't know. I, 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 we'll stick with those yeah. two. Yeah. those are
1: good. Um, as we wrap up, we're almost forty-five. Well, probably closer to fifty minutes in. But I know you got to get out of here. Two fifty, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I just got to be ready to to do yeah. a dance.
1: Yeah, we're ready. We're pretty much here. Yeah, wrapped up. I don't know if there's anything else I wanted to add in there outside of just finally asking you if there's anything, advice, things on your mind. I wanted to find out, though, as before you d- dip into any advice or anything like that, you have a favorite coach that you like to study. You mentioned you read a lot of sports, a lot on coaching, and then that definitely um, relates to our business.
0: So I'll um, – man, a favorite coach?
1: I go to Nick Saban a lot. Like, He's a clutch.
0: Yeah, I mean, I so I just went to my first um, – so the guy that I was talking to you about before, his son is like a president of the fraternity at. Um, is it Alabama? Alabama, yeah, Alabama. Yeah. So I went to my first game last year. Yeah, and um, I mean, holy shit! Like, what a like that's what I'm talking about. Like Yeah, that culture, that building. Um, what I like about Nick Saban is a good recruiter, because I think that's Insane in everything. Recruiter. And 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 I like to think I'm a good recruiter. Like, yeah, I um I also say like you know the more that I learn about people, the more I'm supposed to like. Yeah. And if that's not happening, one of us is off. Yes. So, um, but I think recruiting is in everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I think that's good. Um, but I, uh, I, I wouldn't say that I identify with one coach over another. Um, now, coaches, it's like a it's like a revolving door. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, they they're. I mean, you're not anywhere for more than three or four years, and you're fired, yep. and you're moving on. Yeah. So, um, I think trying to stay relevant and reinvent yourself as a coach is important. Yep. Um, or as a mentor, um, I always look and see what a trend says, and I don't want to be in that trend. You know, I want to be swimming against the stream a little bit because that's where the money is, solving a problem. Yeah. So. Um, I wouldn't say that I have a coach, maybe a coaching style. I'd definitely say I'm a player's coach. Yeah. Um. You know, and I coach to what's good for everybody. You know, I don't yes. coach to an individual. I don't coach to, um, so key. you know, just one thing or another. It's, hey, look, it's got to make sense for everybody. Or, it's, yep. or if it's a bad deal, um, you know, then, then you're not going to do that deal ever again. You know, if it's yeah. a good deal, everybody has to win and then you'll continue to do that. Yep. So, Facts. But, but I don't, yeah, I don't have a, I don't know. Thanks, but um, but any advice? I mean, you gotta you gotta make what you're doing fun. You gotta have fulfillment. Yes. And uh, I mean, you hear so many people; they're not miserable at their job. They're not miserable in their relationships. They're miserable. Yes. You know, and what can you do to not be so miserable? You know, you have to fix your outlook, fix your mindset. Yep. You know, you need to you know, be, you know, a beacon of hope or light or belief or whatever it is. Yep. And, um, and I think that's, that's a big whiff on people and, and, and it's a hundred percent in their control. Completely agree. You know, even like the, the, the people that, um, are at Starbucks, like they know me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the people at the Capitol Hill, like they know you, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, that's incredible. You know, yeah. like they're, they're old enough to be our parents maybe, yes. and they know you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they probably don't want to work there. Yeah. You know, they weren't like, oh my gosh, I get to go into, you know, they're, they're not excited about the evening shift. Yeah. You know, it's 64, yeah. you know what I mean? Or 59 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say that um, my personal outlook and the advice that I try to follow is to be in a position where I have choice. Yes. So that's, um, I like that. Those are probably the two things that I would really, I'd really hammer home.
1: I like that. Well, this was a dope podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed jacob check them out you know what i mean so yeah appreciate it another episode of adversity kings if you are a returning listener please like share subscribe if you find value please share it we don't charge you anything this is all free free game if you listen this far i know probably my mom did so that's all that matters